episode of the Road to Redemption podcast. It's your boy Cam. Good to be back with you. We are here. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Onnit. Uh, I'm super excited to be teaming up with Onnit. Uh, as you guys can see back here in the back, I got a few things that I've been taking from them now religiously, and they are my absolute favorite. Number one being the Alpha Brain. Uh, I'm somebody who I get a lot of mental fog. I did, especially before I ever got on testosterone replacement therapy, uh, a lot of mental fog. I'd be talking to people and constantly going, uh, what, well, you know, and I, I would lose my words. If you guys actually go back and listen to the podcast, you could probably hear that I used to do it a lot. Now, I don't do it as much, and I notice it a lot clearer, a lot faster, and I'm able to focus. Uh, in jujitsu class, I notice it a lot, where my mind doesn't travel, my mind doesn't wander. Also, I'm somebody who, basis of this podcast has always been kind of anxiety and depression. I've always had a hard time with anxiety. The new mood really, really helps with that. Uh, it helps me calm down at night, where I used to, um, you know, back in my past, I would have to drink to be relaxed. I don't really have to do that anymore, and it's kind of nice. So, we are here, uh, brought to you by Onnit. If you guys want anything from Onnit, go over. I'm gonna adjust the camera here a little bit. Um, go over to Onnit, and uh, or I'm sorry, go over to the Instagram at Cam Williamson Official. Click on the link tree tab in my bio, and then hit the what is it? Hit the link tree bio, very top one on it. Go shop away. Uh, I will soon have a code. I think it's going to be CAM20. They're going to let me know when that's active. It's not active yet. Thank you very much to Onnit. Appreciate it. Uh, the gear is dope too. Very form-fitting. Make you feel, you know, make you feel some type of, some type of way about yourself. Make you feel like you put on a, a sheet of butter before you, before you uh, step out the door in the morning. Thank you to Onnit, guys. Go check them out. Go show the support. Let's jump in. Uh, Notre Dame. What the heck, y'all? Notre Dame uh, made a sweat for it, didn't they? They, uh, they. I was watching that one, and I have been very critical of Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame is always diehard, love, blue and gold through and through, but I have been a Notre Dame fan my whole life. So I have seen the rise and the falls and the heartbreaking seasons. This year, I told myself I'm not going to get so upset when they don't do well. So every game, I'm the skeptical hippo. I'm the one going, I don't know, you know, we're good, but I don't want to get excited yet. We went 12-0. We went 12-0. So this last game against USC is supposed to be a steamroll, right? We're just supposed to kick the dog shit out of them. And the first half, we were down. Like, I think it was 10 to nothing. Uh, and right before the half, we, we went 7-10, to 10, and we finally got on the board, but we were still down three going into the half. I was like, oh, because I had just told my dad, like, this is going to be the game. We're good. We're good this year. I'm really proud of our guys. We're good. I said, I jinxed it. I said, I jinxed us. 
And I felt like I'm one of those guys, I'm one of those annoying people to watch sports with because like if I'm wearing the wrong shirt, I feel like I cursed the team. And I felt like I cursed the team this time because I had said that we were doing so well this year. Anyway, came back. Uh, we tore up USC. It was super cool. Uh, I'd love to see that. The, the guys really battled back hard. Whatever they did at halftime, they came out with a whole new energy. Good on you guys. Um, it was really, really cool. Very, very cool. The game between LSU and Texas Tech. Wow. Wow. Uh, game of the year by far. By far any game I've seen. Texas Tech and LSU went into seventh overtime seventh overtime texas tech who my wife uh, nicole is a huge texas tech fan and it was so awesome to watch those guys battle it out if you guys missed that game go back and watch it um from what i understood the game the last second of the fourth quarter they tied it up i think texas tech tied it up the last second of the fourth quarter to bring it into overtime and then they went seven overtimes Back to back to back to back. Very, very cool. Um, what else happened? Oh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys all had an amazing, an amazing Thanksgiving. Uh, we did. We had a very good Thanksgiving. Pretty low-key, pretty chill. It was myself, Nicole, the baby, uh, our friends, Brandy and Randy, their kid, Bree, and that was it. My wife cooked up a delicious bird delicious bird uh brandy brought a ham i got some pies homemade from the store that was pretty dope and it was chill man i was glad i didn't have to deal with any you know one of them creepy ants that comes up and kisses you a little too long and talking about how how cute you are and you know all this and i ain't seen you in 20 years and all this no awkward moments it was all love it was all love but i know some of y'all didn't get that lucky I know some of y'all had to sit around that table with that uncle that maybe, you know, that uncle that maybe smells of scotch, even though your your Thanksgiving started at 7 a.m. You're like, damn dog, how long you been, how long you been hitting that bottle, dog? You know, it's awkward. Thanksgiving, I, I am not a person who enjoys awkward situations. I really don't. It, it's hard for me to like go out to dinner with new people. It's hard for me to see people I haven't seen in a long time because I'm an awkward person. Like when I get nervous, I start to like tick. My eyes start to like blink a lot and shit. Uh, I'm very happy that my wife is like me and she's cool with the people we like. And you know, obviously I wish that like my mom and my dad and my grandparents would have been there, but I'm glad I didn't have to see like distant family who I don't see that often and we all have to act like we have stuff to talk about. I'm just glad I didn't have to deal with all that. I'm probably coming off like an asshole. Probably coming off like an asshole. Um, let's jump into this episode. I don't think, I have a lot of good topics. I know that. I've been really, really excited for, uh, for this. One of the, in particular, that I wanted to talk about here in Tennessee, we had a rogue, uh, he was a sheriff, I guess, of Smyrna, Tennessee, and he went, uh, CBD and hemp is legal here in Tennessee. You're, you're allowed to buy it, you're allowed to consume it, um, 
there's you know they have like CBD dispensaries here in Tennessee and this road cop went and shut down 23 CBD dispensaries now if you guys usually watch the show especially on video version which is uh, if you guys don't if you haven't seen it yet you can go to the YouTube hi YouTube I'm recording that right now right behind me where the new mood and the alpha brain and, and all the on it stuff is sitting I usually have my CBD and all that set up uh, I don't right now because I made the decision to stop using it until my visitation date comes up um, until January 11th uh, when my court date comes up I decided I'm not going to use it only because even though I know it's 0.3 and below in THC and it's the legal limit and all that I'm going in expecting that like my ex-wife is gonna try some of that uh, well you know he advertises it that he smokes CBD but I want him drug tested so just to be safe I gave it all up um, until until everything's set in stone it's a small sacrifice to pay to fight for your kids anyway so this rogue cop goes and he shuts down 23 dispensaries he has like federal lawsuits coming his way against all these places and I wanted to take a second and really talk about the stigma that comes behind marijuana, cannabis as an industry, and why I think it's so ridiculous. You could watch it on this. Let me see if I can actually pull it up. My buddy, Johnny Boy, actually posted out. Shout out BC Retrievers. If you guys are into hunting, tis the season. I think it's deer and duck season here in Tennessee. Uh, if you guys are into that, go check out BC Retrievers. Uh, they, they definitely will get you get you squared away on the hunting room but this guy you can just tell he has no clue what he's talking about so the the news reporter was asking him was like what's uh, why did you do or why do you think people use CBD and he goes well they use it to get high and he goes in the reporter goes actually uh, no no CBD doesn't get you high and the police chief goes, well, then why are they doing it? And you could just tell he was an old, bitter bastard about marijuana. And it's because he's been a police officer too long. I support police. I want to say that. And I continue to say that. I, I support the police. Oh, come on. I'm really not going to be able to find it. But there's some of them that have been around too long. Here we go. It says, this police chief thinks people use CBD to get high. Smyrna, Tennessee Police Chief Kevin Arnold, fuck you Kevin Arnold, along with local, state, and federal law enforcement, shuttered 23 stores that were selling CBD-infused candy, but in a press conference following the raids, Arnold revealed just how little he knows about the substance. It's in a pretty package, just like you would buy, like that right there. Yes. You mentioned that the clerks know what the stuff is used for. It's used to get high. No. It's not. It doesn't have THC in it. Then why are they buying it? Then why are they buying it? He's got this smirk ass smirk on his face. state of Tennessee, is that legal? Yes. It is. You can, you can get a prescription for it. You don't you need a prescription for it. You can get it at Walmart, so if you can get it at Walmart, then that's where we'll go. See, he's not answering the question. So, this led me and my buddy Johnny Boy into a discussion, um, because 
there's the stigma of the cannabis industry and I think it's because of Vietnam when when guys went over to Vietnam guys and gals they were known for doing a lot of drugs and uh, most notably for like smoking weed while they were over there and you know even in Forrest Gump you can see they're always smoking and drinking Budweiser's and stuff and I think in Platoon is the same way and then these guys come home right and they're big advocates of marijuana and then they're technically like hippies they're anti-war and again think of think of Forrest Gump the guys are wearing their you know back then the Vietnam uh, what's would now be called their ACU jacket but they're fatigue jacket with all their patches on it and they're out protesting the war and come on man this isn't right you know we need to be peace and all this and they got labeled hippies and then they got labeled anti-government and it all got bad and it all got blamed on marijuana because these guys were coming home very very damaged a lot like our soldiers are today and they're dealing with PTSD, depression, anxiety. They're not able to fit back into society. And then by the VA, they're given all these opiates and all this crap. And they're going, hey, I don't want all that stuff. Just give me marijuana. I'm cool with that. I don't need anything else. Well, I can't give you that because it has a psychoactive effect. Well, so does Percocet and so does Oxycontin and so does everything else that you're giving me. Why is this any different? This comes from the, a plant in the ground. But why are you telling me that I can't choose this alternate form of medicine? Why? Tell me why. Well, because it's the law. But why is it the law? It's the law because you guys got a hard on about it back in Vietnam, and you've stigmatized it to be this hippy-dippy thing that only burnouts do. And it's not the fucking case. There's so many successful people. Elon Musk is in trouble right now because he was on the Joe Rogan experience, and he took one hit off of a blunt and didn't even inhale it. He put the smoke in his mouth and blew it right back out. And now NASA is uh, investigating whether or not they want to keep working with him. All because of a stupid stigma that we have about this plant that's completely harmless. Nobody has ever died from marijuana. Thousands and probably millions by this point of people have died from opiates. And I'm tired of seeing this stigma. And I'm tired of seeing pieces of shit like this guy. Again, his, his little fucking smirk makes me so mad. Because he thinks it doesn't even matter to him. It doesn't even matter to him. He's just, I'm executing my authority because I can Fuck people like that. That's why I have such a problem with people today. And I was thinking about this earlier. Um, what was I watching? And somebody, oh, my wife is watching The Good Doctor right now. And if you guys are watching The Good Doctor, there's this one, he's kind of like the head surgeon. And he always, always, always says things you completely undermined what I said to do. And she goes, yes, I did, but it's because what you said to do was wrong and I wanted to save that patient's life. He goes, it doesn't matter. I told you to do something, you do it. No, that's not right. It's never okay for someone to say, I don't care what's right or wrong, you undermined my authority. Yes, the fuck I did. Yes, I did. And I'll do it again, next time. You have a problem, fucking fire me. And then I'll file a lawsuit against you and I'll file a lawsuit against this whole fucking place because it's wrong. Just because you have some sort of a authority over somebody does not mean that you get to just use it at your fucking will 
CBD is legal here in Tennessee. You cannot go around fucking with people who are just abiding by the law. Those same people who are buying CBD-infused candy could have been hitting up the weed dealer, and they might have still been, but those people were well within their rights to do what they did, and assholes like this, because they've been in the game too long. They're walking around with an old state of mind, and it's fucking wrong. It's wrong. I'm, I'm going to get off that one. I'm going to get off of it. Uh, the next one. So, guys, look into shit like that. Take that into your lives. Don't let anyone tell you. You will do this because I'm your authority figure. If you truly believe that what you are doing is right, stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for what is right. Don't back down just because somebody has authority over you. It's bullshit. Stand up for what's right, especially when it comes to this old school way of thinking that people have. Don't fall for it. Let's jump into the next topic. Um, try not to get so... Um, oh, this was pretty cool. So I came up with kind of a movie. Um, I was sitting in the shower, actually, on my last CBD experience. Um, the very last one I got to smoke before. I knew that was my last one. So I even saved a little bit more and I wanted to really be calm and I wanted to go take a nice shower and I sat there and I actually just turned on some medit uh, meditation music and I thought of this movie. Last time I, I told you guys one of my struggles is that I struggle with minor inconveniences. It kind of causes me to flip out, right? I just not really flip out, but I kind of, ah! so I was thinking, right? And I want you guys to imagine this with me. So the story, the, the movie would be called, um, uh, what do we want to call it? The Story of Small Inconveniences, right? Think of Anne Hathaway as our female lead, T.J. Miller is our male lead, right? So the, the story opens, T.J. Miller's sitting at a rundown kind of, um, think of a kind of a grungy, but purposely grungy New York City loft. He's sitting on a futon in a hemp-made uh, hoodie, and he's taking a bong rip, right? He stands up, he stubs his toe, he walks into the kitchen to make himself some cereal. He pours in the, the Fruit Loops or whatever he chooses, pours the milk, spills the milk. It's just one of those things. And then he goes back in, and he sits back down and starts flipping through the TV. His remote is out because the batteries are, are dead. So he's hitting the remote on the thing, but he's not really stressing it, right? It's just, you can tell this is just what he does. It's his life. Pan out, wake up to Anne Hathaway, who's in a very clean, nice, executive type apartment. White bed, you know, bed, um, Lennon's, you know, fluffy comforter. She wakes up, gets up in the morning. She's walking down the hallway and hits her head as she's um, bending down to put her socks on in the morning. You, you know, she walks out of the shower. She's brushing her teeth. She's trying to get ready super quick because she's running a little bit late. You know, that's how, so that's, we'll backtrack. She, when she gets out of bed, right, her alarm's going off and she goes, oh, I'm late. She gets up, runs in the shower. She comes out brushing her teeth. She's trying to put her sock on. She bends down, boom, hits her head on the side of the table. And then 
she gets up next time you see her she's walking with her briefcase in her hand in a nice kind of um executive type um suit that a woman would wear to a you know like an executive type job she's drinking her coffee as she's riding in the uber she's texting drinking her coffee she spills it down the front of her she has to walk into this next meeting with her coat completely buttoned up but it's not really meant to be because she's got coffee all down the front of her that's our two characters right eventually these minor inconveniences that they've experienced are going to cause them to meet so how i was kind of thinking it and i'm going to play it out for just a minute is so Anne hathaway finishes this meeting and it's lunchtime. so now she goes down back to her desk she's got a lot to do and she's working she gets on her phone and she orders lunch in comes tj miller he rides on a little moped kind of jason siegel style from i love you man he's on a moped he delivers lunch to her they meet um he kind of says something along the lines of looks like he had a rough morning pointing at the coffee on her shirt and she goes oh yeah you know it's just one of those things he still has milk on his shirt from this morning he goes oh yeah happens to me all the time you know not a big deal and she's refreshed by his calmness about the entire thing and and that causes them to hey you know would you like to grab a drink with me sometime and there our movie starts and those little things them learning to kind of enjoy those little inconveniences in life are the basis of our movie obviously they live happily ever after i was thinking of that movie i thought it was kind of neat uh, i thought it was kind of cool for stuff like that um what was the other one how are you advertised this is this is a big one and then i think i'm gonna let us ride off with this uh, well i've got one more after this how are you advertised guys this is a big deal to me this is a big big deal to me on your social media how are you advertised how are you advertising yourselves right me i get accused all the time you don't know who you are you jump from this to that to this to that to this to that all the time i went from guns then i went to fitness i've stayed with fitness i just kind of was in the i was a personal trainer for a while so i was kind of training more like a bodybuilder got out of that i've been training mma and that's i have a good feeling that's where i'm gonna stay uh for the rest of the rest of my life mma is something i plan to train the rest of my life where the rest of my life takes me outside of fitness i don't know but my instagram feed is pretty much my fitness whether it be doing kettlebell workouts to have to be functional strength for mma or it's me doing hitting pads or a picture of me in my uh in the gym rolling jujitsu or it's a picture of my family that's me i'm a husband a father and a fitness enthusiast that's really what i do and i'm a podcaster so i post stuff about my podcast i swear right more than i should but i i swear you are getting me as advertised i'm not advertising anything to you guys that i'm not also i'm not i'm not portraying negative things about myself out on social media i'm going through right now especially on instagram and i'm doing kind of an overhaul on my instagram i'm dropping the number of people that i follow and i'm actually blocking a ton of people that follow me i'm dropping all my numbers down because i get i don't know how it happened i i, I tried i used to try 
where if people would follow me, I'd follow them back. And I re tried really hard not to unfollow those people because I hate the follow unfollow thing. It's I think it's messed up. But I look at it now and I've got all these people, most of which I don't know. Um, we've kind of engaged with each other through social media, but I don't really know them. They don't really know me. And now they don't pay any attention to my account, but they keep popping up on my shit. And it's especially it's these it's women and men but it's i see a lot of the women that are just so thirsty on there uh posting all this stuff and i get it guys i'm not i'm not some old grumpy prude i know what humor is but posting something once that's humor when you post the same type of shit every single day like well, it's cuddling season. If you're in love with me now, it's it's or if you're in love with me now's the time to tell me. And then the very next thing is, uh, men ain't shit, and this is why I only worry about me. Boss lady status. Hashtag blessed. Next thing, it's hard to find a good man because men only want one thing. Next post. It, it's tough to be a boss-ass bitch because men are intimidated. No, bitch. We're, men are not intimidated by a woman who's got her shit together. Trust and believe. My wife has got her shit together. I'm not intimidated by that. I love that. What men don't want is to see you constantly putting your craziness out on display. Because guess what? You are as advertised now. It's just like I talked about the issue that my wife's friend was having. When you advertise yourself as a certain way, people are going to believe you. How are you advertising yourself? There's a person who I've, I've held off for so long on unfollowing because he's followed me kind of since the beginning. But his stuff is ridiculous. It's all super pro-Trump and, and fuck, you know, fuck this and fuck that, blah, blah. It's very angry. It's very divisive. And I keep waiting for him to not be such a fucking douchebag. But again, it's not my right to tell someone what their reality is. It's my choice as to whether or not I follow them. But I believe in people. I believe... That, that they're better than, than even what they think that they are, especially in the veteran community. This guy is a veteran, and one of the things that I hate the most is when I see vets and they feel like they have to be so abrasive. They have to be so offensive. Here, when a 14-year-old tries to tell me the assault weapons ban caused a decrease in mass shootings, do not cite the deep magic to me. Like... And then there's him bench pressing. And then he is a she and she is a he. He impregnated she who, and it's a transgender thing. And then he's lifting weights again. And it's another hateful thing about transgender. What liberals see when they talk about guns. Michigan College cancels the vagina monologues because not all women have vaginas. Like, it's just all this hate and idiocracy. It's just idiocracy. Guys, if you don't like what somebody's doing, if, if, if you have a real problem with transgender people, if you have a real problem with gay people, if you have a problem with black, white, Mexican, if you have a problem with someone because of the way they live their life, that is your fucking problem. To post about it in whatever means, that, 
they're winning and you are a loser. That makes you a fucking loser to sit around and spread hate about a group of people who, guess what, probably could not give a fuck about you. Could not care. Why sit around and waste time talking about Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, transgender, straight, bi, white, black? Who gives a shit? Take care of your own self. Take care of your own shit. And then worry about how you can make the world better. But I promise you, you are not making the world better by telling someone that they are less than you. Or that the way that they're living their life is wrong. Unless they are physically hurting you or someone else, you need to fuck off and leave them alone. You are a bully, and there's nothing I hate more than a bully. Stop with this whole, it's macho to hate on people. It's not. It doesn't make you a Republican to be an asshole. It doesn't make you a Democrat to be so widely out of your mind talking about how people have to accept you as Zer and Za. No, that's craziness. But guess what? If you want to do it, do it. Now, if you come to me and I say, hey, how is it? Nice to meet you, whatever. And I'm being kind to you. And you go, actually, I don't know why you just called me he, I'm a Zer. I'm gonna tell you to get fucked, right? And I'm gonna tell you to get fucked only because, in the politest way possible, I'll go, okay, my apologies. I didn't, I didn't know. Now that I know, I won't, do, I won't make that mistake again when I talk to you. I may not know talking to someone else, but that's gonna be my way of telling you to get fucked, right? It's, it's a, it's a, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar kind of thing, right? I'm never going to be rude to someone because of the way that they think. Now, when I leave that engagement with you, I'm going to go, that person's out of their fucking mind. How am I supposed to know that? When I walk up on you, if you look like a man or a woman, I'm going to address you as sir or ma'am. That's the way I was raised. Also, I was in the military. It's what was embalmed, it was put into me. Hey, how can I help you, sir or ma'am? That's how you answer the phone, right? I'm not going to completely rewire my shit and learn 96 gender pronouns because y'all can't get your shit together. No. Now, again, I'm not hating. I'm just saying. Pick your battles, right? You want gender equality? I'm all for that. You want gay marriage to be a thing? All for that. You want to change your gender. If you're older than the age of 18 and you make that choice, I support you. I support you. But don't come crazy with people because they don't live every second in this world that you've made up in your head. Of Zer, whatever, right? Now, if your name used to be Ashley and now it's Aaron, which I guess could still technically be a, a girl's name. That wasn't a very good example. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? If you, if I can tell that you've transitioned, I will I will call you by what you introduce me as, introduce yourself to me as. But it's not a cool thing to be a fucking asshole on the internet to people, right? And it's not a cool thing to advertise yourself as this person with all these problems and. And again, with the women, stop advertising yourself as this boss bitch and ain't nobody fucking with me because I'm strong, independent, and especially female military personnel. I see it a lot in y'all. 
well, you all can't handle me because I'm one of the boys. No, we can't handle you because you're constantly out drinking with all the boys. That's why men ain't fucking with you. I'm, hey, I'm just here to be honest. I'm telling you from a guy why guys aren't fucking with you. Because you're constantly out every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, drinking with a group full of dudes, and I'm not going to say what y'all have done together. I'm not going to assume. But I'm going to say as a dude, I'm probably not going to try to court the woman who's out drinking with the boys all the time. Just not. I'm going to find a girl who is interested in a relationship with one dude. And then I don't have to worry about all this male friendships. My wife has male friends. My wife still serves in the military today. I don't have one issue with that. I'm saying, if your whole projected persona is one of the boys, guess what? You'll find somebody that's into that kind of shit and that'll ride with you to that. But don't come out and then go, well, dudes can't handle me because I'm this and I'm that and I'm that. I'm more of a man than you. No, you're not. You might be more of a man than the dude you're not looking for. Maybe. And maybe I'm the asshole. Project what you want in your life. Stop taking your coping mechanisms, which a lot of this shit is. You're hurt that you're single and alone and you want to find somebody, especially during the holiday season. You, you want to be in a relationship with people and, and your hurt turns to, well, you can't fuck with me because I'm this. You're hurting. Right? Instead of putting up a fake wall of boss bitch or I'm a tough guy and I don't need a woman, you played yourself and you're still playing yourself. Put it out. Hey, this is what I do. These are my hobbies. These are my interests. I guarantee you someone will reach out with the same common interests. And then you don't have to play these silly games and still go to bed at night wondering, why will nobody pay attention to me? Why is nobody giving me the time of day? I'm taking all the Instagram ass pictures and I'm, I'm posting up all the, the pictures of really nothing but cleavage and dudes. I'm, I'm doing all the flexing and this and nobody's paying attention. It's because you're giving it out to everybody. Nobody wants something that everybody else has. That's nature. If I already have it on Instagram, I don't have to court you. I know I sound like a prude old man, I get that. But I'm saying, from a dude who's been there, done it, played the game, been around the circus a few times, I'm telling you, that guy, when he sees a picture of you posting it out this, and when women see pictures of you doing this, when a woman sees a picture of you taking a picture like this in the gym with your shirt off and all that, they're thinking one of two things. Now, I've taken those pictures. People go, he's a personal trainer, his branding, he works for bodybuilding.com, whatever. People probably think I'm a fucking douche too. But when you see that guy who's doing it, they're going, that dude is going to be all over my Snapchat. I probably, if I swipe a few times, I'll find him on Tinder, I'll find him on Bumble. That dude's all over the place, man. But I'm not messing with him. And then when a dude sees a picture of a girl, every picture's the ass out and the nothing but cleavage and all this craziness beach beach pictures and nothing but thongs up your ass that guy's going eh, i've seen it if i wanted to i could walk to the bathroom handle my business and i've had my experience that i desire to have with you up to this point because i don't know you and i have no desire to know you because all you're advertising to me is your physical advertise more and i'll buy into that buy into what you are 
don't sell what you think is just going to get people's attention just to have attention advertise quality you will retain quality that's the message I'm trying to get at 35 minutes I've been yelling at you for 20 the other thing we're gonna continue the yelling we're gonna continue to yell um, Hollywood and politics I uh, I want to give a shout out to my man my main man Marky Mark Wahlberg um, Wahlberg was one of the few during the election that told Hollywood to shut the hell up. He was telling Hollywood, hey, look, y'all vote for who you want. Use your platform to, uh, to encourage people to vote, but don't tell people who to vote for. And there was this lady, I don't remember what her name was. She was in a press conference, or she was in a, a news interview, right? And she was talking about she walked on set and told her director that she will not film until she walks on a set and sees more people of color saying that she wants when she walks onto a hollywood set she wants to see the world that she actually lives in now look your underlining message is dope right get more people of color in hollywood uh i i don't doubt i'm not in hollywood but I don't doubt that there is not some prejudice to a point. I, I'm not I'm not oblivious to the fact that that's probably a thing at all. I get her underlining point. But for you, and she's probably looking at it as, I'm using my power to do this. But here's what I, here's how I see it. That you're being a prissy little whatever who's just doing the next cool thing because I've never heard you say this before. She's a well-known actress, and, and not real well-known, because I couldn't tell you one movie she's in, and I couldn't even tell you her name. I could probably look it up, because I heard about it on The Fighter and the Kid. Um, but yeah, she was talking about, she's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna work until I see more people of color. You're doing that because that's the cool thing to do. Shut up. Now again, have you been doing this for 10 years and this was something you had been passionate about and everybody knew what it was when they hired you? I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, what's his name? The guy that played the Hulk. I cannot stand to watch an Avengers movie now because every time I watch the Avengers and the Hulk comes on screen, I'm like, Mark Ruffalo's a fucking asshole. That dude will not shut up about politics. Charmed comes on TV, and I'm like, I cannot stand Alyssa Milano because she will not shut up. She has to cause hate and division, hate and division, always hate. Jim Carrey, my, my boy, my idol, I love Jim Carrey. He cannot stop posting this outrageous, angry art. It's his right. But Hollywood, you have to understand, you have fans out there that want to be the fan of the art you create. I'm not telling you to be silent. I'm not trying to LeBron you, right? Somebody told LeBron, shut up and dribble. I'm not doing that. I'm asking you to consider before, and you can ask a lot of people in Hollywood. Hollywood is a bubble, right? It's a bubble of sorts. Hollywood is not the real world. You're not living in the real world. You're not seeing common day people's struggles. 
you may have come up from a neighborhood that had some struggles you don't know real time what's happening in the midwest the south the north east coast west well you probably you know west coast a little but you live in a small bubble entertainment was created especially in really started booming during the depression things were so bad economically politically everything people started to go to plays and shows and to see music because they wanted their minds to be freed of that now some of it is just the day and age that we live in where we have access to our favorite celebrities like never before and they do have the right to voice their opinions but it sucks when you watch, well, I'll go to Twitter right now, and I'll go to Jim Carrey's page, and I guarantee the last thing he posted, or one of the last few things he posted, is a crazy picture that he painted of Donald Trump. Number one. Now, number one. There you go, YouTube. Guys, if you can't see this, go to YouTube. Mississippi, you are better than this. And it's Trump holding up a Bible with a cross that's on fire and somebody that I'm assuming got elected in Mississippi and Trump is groping her boot and she's holding a noose. Jim Carrey, one of the funniest guys that I've ever seen, love him to death and I would still watch any movie that he comes out with. But now when I watch it, when I see him in David Letterman interviews and I see him in these things, I'm like, God damn Jim, I love you dog. But why can't you stop? Your fans want to be your fans all your enlightenment and all your mental and all your this is the present and all that stuff i love that but guess what dog you're not living that you always say this is the present and and all go to youtube right now and type in jim carrey motivation it's unreal but then he doesn't live it mark ruffalo probably has tons of stuff he plays these superhero characters it's all about overcoming adversity and and beating the bad guy well, guess what? You have the opportunity to be that now, but you're hating and you're, you're spewing all this. And it just sucks because, and it's kind of our problem as Americans, we look up to celebrities too much. We act like they're these beings that should be idolized and should be... Maybe we need to start motivating Hollywood. And the only way to do that is stop watching their shit. Stop buying their albums. Stop. When they spew hate and division just because they don't like somebody, it, that, that's, a, that's a hate propaganda piece that Jim Carrey put out. And I hate to say it. And the only way that he would really, and he probably wouldn't care. You know, he's made billions of dollars. But the only way you could show Mark, the Mark Ruffalo's and the, the uh, What's Her Nuts See, I said that Alpha Brain's helping, and now I'm, I'm gassing out. Charmed. The Charmed Girl. Alyssa Milano. And those type of people, the only way you can show them is to cut off the funding for their craft. If they're not getting hired because of their crazy political shit that they do, the, what's his name? I, don't, I genuinely don't know his name. The guy that plays Captain America, he does it too. Now, he does a lot of good stuff too. He's constantly showing like charities and stuff that he helps. I just wish we could enjoy stuff. It feels like in today's day and age we can't enjoy anything, man, and it's it's really frustrating. It's frustrating because, and that's why I got so frustrated when, like the um, 
the NFL started taking a knee and doing all that with the anthem. And guys, I, I know that there is police brutality. You guys hear that I'm not blindly loyal to police and law enforcement. I am supportive of them, of the ones that do it right, and I believe most of them do it right. But I'm not oblivious that there's police brutality. But why do we have to bring it into football? If you as Colin Kaepernick want to take a stand, take a stand. See, and I'm being a hypocrite. I was going to say, take a stand on your social media. But guess what? I don't follow you on social media. so I, I don't follow Mark Ruffalo either, but that's maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I do follow Jim Carrey. I do. I don't follow Mark Ruffalo. I don't follow Captain America. I don't follow Alyssa Milano. I don't follow um, Colin Kaepernick in them. I don't even follow LeBron James. But every time I log on to Twitter, let's do this. While we got a second, how long have we been going? 44 minutes. I'm going to have to go out because i got a roast and a crock pot here in a second. Go, just go to the thing, to the explore page, as they call it. So first things first, there's something about the Browns because they beat the Bengals. Go down. What's happening? Dwight Howard allegations, spotlight, prevalence of transphobia and homophobia. That's number one article on Twitter. Ukraine may introduce martial law after Russia fires three. Police say the man that fatally shot in Alabama mall was not the suspect shooter. He's a black guy. Uh, what's, I guarantee, Alyssa, well, I blocked Alyssa Milano because her shit was getting to be too much. Notre Dame, a lot of stand-up comedians. Mark Ruffalo, number motherfucking one every single time. I'm sure I'm throwing my focus way off every time I do that. I've probably been blurry since the first time I've showed it. It's just... It's ridiculous. Judd Apatow is another one. Guys, if you can't love anybody, if you, if you can't find a problem to what's going on, and I promise you, you're not going to get rid of the president. Maybe just go back to the first thing that you learned as a person. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Or don't say it, and while you're all bottled up with all that energy, find something that you can actually do to fix it. Right? Find something that you can do to fix the problem instead of spewing hate and making people think that you're a fucking asshole. Because your message is lost when you come off to be a dick. Watch what you're advertising. Watch who you're telling the world that you are. Jim Carrey, Alyssa Milano, Captain America, Mark Ruffalo. Thirsty people on Instagram. Watch who you're advertising yourself to be. Because people will believe you and fans of yours may tune out. With that, I'm going to go spend time with my family. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I, I hope that you don't take this as somebody who's so egotistical that I think I've got all my shit figured out because I don't. I know that I don't. I My only purpose is I want to give you food for thought. I want to give you things to chew on. And I want you to always be very careful as to who you're supporting, who you're who you're investing your time into and how you're allowing them to fill your mind with what, right? Myself included. 
just want to make you guys think. The show is called Road to Redemption because this show is my road to redemption for all the bad shit that I've done in my life. I feel like I've made amends for those things. I've asked those people that I've hurt for forgiveness. How they treat me now going forward is not my business. But it's my job to always, I feel, to always find a way that unity and love and peace and no hate or division or none of that will win out. That's my job. I want to bring unity to a world that is so crazy. And I think sometimes we get lost in this. So, I hope that you guys have an amazing Monday. I hope you guys had a great holiday with your families. I hope um, it's Christmas time. And I did have a fa uh, fan question. Excuse me. I did have a fan question, so I'm going to read it off now. Uh, give me just one... Hey, jumped right to it. Nicole.Cremo, what's your favorite thing about Christmas time? My favorite thing about Christmas time, which I'm going to try to do now, is the traditions of Christmas. I love put up my Christmas tree. While I put up my tree, I drink hot chocolate. I watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Elf, A Christmas Story. I feel like there's more. I love Hallmark movies. I'm a cheesy Hallmark guy. I love watching um, all the the um, Hallmark movies, Christmas in Cuffs with Melissa uh, Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. I like that kind of shit. I like, I love the smell of Christmas trees, my car air fresheners all year long, except for the beginning of fall, um, is pine like or the fir trees. I love that smell. I have one of those cinnamon brooms down in the side of my car. I just love the holiday time. In the beginning of fall, everything turns to pumpkin smells for about a week. And then once um, once Halloween gets close and all the decorations of scary and all that start coming out, I kind of lose interest. I love the fall, and I love Thanksgiving, and I love Christmas. Um, those are my favorites. So I hope you guys enjoy the holidays with your families, whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. Don't let people steal your love for the holidays. I know that's kind of a thing now. Don't put your tree up until December. Fuck those people, man. Put your tree up, hang your stockings, make traditions with your family. Parents, do stuff with your kids that they're going to remember forever and put those traditions into place so that way when they're old and we're gone, They'll go, hey, my dad used to put up my tree, make us hot chocolate. We always watched Elf, National Lampoon, Christmas Vacation, and A Christmas Story. Uh, that, you know, and my dad, A Christmas Carol, that's another one of my favorites. And we, we made a time out of it. We made a time that, yes, we took pictures and we did all that, but we spent that time together because that's what really matters. Guys, I love you very much. Uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Have a great Monday, and if you have any thoughts or ideas that you want to send in to the show, you can send them to road, the number two, redemptionpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram at official. Hit me up in the DMs. Drop any questions, anything you want to know, and, uh, and I will answer them right here. Whether I agree or disagree with what you're saying, I will answer it right here on the podcast, and I will give my thoughts. Love you guys. I will check in with you later.